Kathy Corison and I go back a while, well, to 2014, when I first met her as part of my documentary, The Uncondemned. What we wanted to do was a wine auction to raise money for the film, and Kathy was the first winemaker to sign on. I've tasted just about every vintage she's ever made, and one of her wines in particular is what I've come to think of as my good luck charm. I mean, you go to enough conflict zones, it gets superstitious out there. So I was really psyched when it was exactly that wine that Kathy suggested as the pour for our episode with Dr. Cynthia Wang. So Kathy, as you know, your Gewürztraminer is near and dear to my heart because whenever I travel, uh, I don't leave home without it. <laughs> this is my American <laughs> Express card. It's heavy. <laughs> And I've also consumed this with some of the world's biggest war criminals who also loved it. I'm flattered. <laughs> so it's unusual that you actually have a Gewurztraminer. I love the wines of Alsace. I love them for their Germanic varieties, aromatic whites made with French sensibilities because Alsace has been traded back and forth between France and Germany forever. Their language is a hybrid, their food is a hybrid, their culture is a hybrid, and their winemaking is too. So they, they take these aromatic Riesling and Gewürztraminer grapes and they make them, historically at least, they were completely dry and wonderful with food and just singular. There's nothing like them in the world. So that's the, the um, inspiration for this Gewürztraminer. It's not grown in Alsace, so it won't be the same, but it's totally dry. Is it's made for the table. Fun to make and fun to drink. <laughs> it is definitely fun to drink. The fruit isn't from Napa Valley, right? Napa Valley is the perfect place to grow Cabernet Sauvignon. It takes a lot of heat to get Cabernet ripe. This comes from two hour drive north in Mendocino County in Anderson Valley, where it's much, much cooler. They have a uh, marine influence like we do. They're really close to the ocean, but farther north. And it's just a perfect place to grow aromatic whites. We didn't drink the Coors and Cabernet, but let's just talk a little bit about that. I can't make the wine any better than the grapes that came in the door. So I'm out there starting right now. We've got bread break in our little piece of Cabernet Franc, and we just saw it here in Kronos today. So there's a lot of work to do. And from now on until picking, we'll be doing a lot of canopy management out there to ensure that the grapes get properly ripe early because I want the wines to be balanced for the table and have moderate alcohol and to just be as flavorful as they can be. And it's all about balance between the way the vines grow and fruit and then the amount of air and light that gets into that fruit. And so we'll take 10 passes through tweaking the canopy all season. The last time I talked to you, you were really excited about pruning. I've never heard anybody so excited about pruning. Oh, well, I was pruning again today. We're just cleaning up. We, we finished quite a while ago, and it's about to, the, break, the buds are about to break, but we're cleaning it up. We're, we're just, we have the time, so we're going through and tweaking it a little bit. And we did that just today. I, I, I came straight from a vineyard where I was pruning. Right now. now. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that's interesting about your cabs is that they are, I would say, Michelle friendly because, you know, I don't like things that are above a certain alcohol percentage, but that does make you pretty distinctive here. Yeah. And as people talk a lot about the alcohol and the alcohol is important, but really the alcohol is an indicator of all the other things. If I pick the grapes too late and too ripe, I lose the pretty red and blue end of the Cabernet flavor spectrum, and I get only the purple and black. If I grow the grapes right and pick them right, 
I can get all of those things in the glass at the same time. So red to blue to purple to black, cherries to blueberries to plums to cassis to blackberries. They can all be in the same glass at the same time in a great vintage. I think you just made me really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wine is wine is for sharing. And if nobody pulls that cork, was it ever even made? You know. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome.